No, if there's anything, if it even has blue cheese in it, the minute I put it in my mouth, I will vomit it back out. Oh, well, yeah, you shouldn't eat that yeah. then. Yeah, no. So I always have to be very careful because blue cheese is all the rage right now. And Gorgonzola. So, so, so Gus Grissom Which was, is an, Italian blue cheese. was an expert at detecting um, blowfly larvae, and you are an expert at detecting blue cheese. And so we'll Apparently. be able to just... Like, <laughs> but not cheese flies. Just blue cheese. Right. So so if we, if we have a cheese-laden crime scene... I'm not going to come and taste it. <laughs> Here, Lori, try this cheese. It's a podcast with that guy and that guy that looks like me and that gal there who sort of looks like me too, but a better version. I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. And, she, and, she, and she's more fun to talk to than me. That's wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> sort of looks like me. <laughs> Hey, in like uh, thir- 30 years when I show up at your door, get your mop ready, Craig. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking before the pressing the button. Might as well, you brought it up. Might as well throw it out there. Talking about the final revenge <laughs> that you could have before the, we press the button, which was, you know, if there comes a point in your life where you're ready to uh, to not suffer the pain anymore to not do this you know there's people that will end their own lives because they just don't want to suffer anymore if uh, or if there are services available if there are, for, if there are services available come to your that, home and do it to you if euthanasia becomes a thing that's you know not frowned upon by certain segments of society there's always like if you want to take care of business and just be done <laughs> but you got one last grudge to settle yeah why make a mess in your own house when you can <laughs> do it to someone else <laughs> Go visit your high school tormentor. Oh my God, I haven't seen I haven't, you. In... I haven't seen you in fifty-five years. Can we talk? <laughs> Could I get a glass of water? I'm really thirsty. That wow, that's a really nice uh, seating arrangement you have there in your living room. Oh, that's a wonderful uh, rug. Was that expensive? <laughs> Looks expensive. <laughs> Kablam! Yeah, and then lots of questions, lots of cleanup. That's terrible. I can't believe we're talking about this. Jeez. <laughs> It is so morbid. You did bring it up earlier. But before we press the button. You started it. You started it. What are we, seven? Yeah. Let's let's introduce our guest. Since, she's oh, gonna, okay. since, since you two are going to gang up on me, we might as well actually know who she is. Neocortex frontal lobe. It's Dr. Lori. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Hi, Dr. Lori. Hello, Craig. So I've got this pain in my back. Um, <laughs> Not that kind of doctor. Uh, Although you do know more about that kind of stuff than most doctors. No, I'm, I'm okay. I do actually have a pain in my back, but it's getting better, so I'm, I'm fine. I'll, I'll hang in there. I'm going to rest it quite a bit this weekend. I'm sure I'll be okay. Ice and um, heat, man. Ice and heat. Yep, yep. Both? Yeah. Why both? I don't know. Ice. 
that's the heating pad kind of hard for the, it doesn't want to recognize it no it treats it like a like it's like its own it, mini little green screen yeah heating pad sitting right there um anywho so yeah hey welcome back hey you know what happened uh this past week uh, lots of things oh capers off world the last book it's done it's out the third supplement it's finished it's 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 in the hands well the pdfs anyway are the, in the hands of the backers um all the people who want to order a physical book uh can go ahead and place that order and it's going to take three weeks maybe more to get it to you because <laughs> drive through rpg and their printing partners everything is really really slowed down because of everything um so yeah it'll take you know two weeks minimum maybe three or more boy am i gonna your- i'm gonna actually have to go order one and have it shipped to gonna- me this time huh I didn't bring it over there. No, I'm just realizing that. Hey, Sorry. wait, do I already have one of those? <laughs> I don't no, think I do. Oh, no, crap. you don't. And I, and I only have the one because I have not yet ordered like, you know, my stack of 20 that I, I'm going to stock myself up with. Yeah, I, I had gotten used to them being hand delivered. That was nice. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, yeah, it's done. It's done. Yay. And, and, and now I'm on to like trying to do this little weekend convention thing in, uh, in um, August and I'm wrangling people to run games and things and oh boy. I don't know if I'm going to do this again next year. This is a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) This is really a lot of work. (laughs) Um, And it's certainly not the time of the year that I would do it next year. Probably if like once conventions start to happen again, mid August is not, you know, like everybody's just gone to Gen Con everybody, you know, like nobody's going to do an online thing two weeks later. Um, But that's the reason you can do it. Yeah, this year we can basically year, do you can do something time. pretty much pretty much any weekend as long as you avoid the online version of Gen Con. Um and Dragon Con went got canceled finally. They were oh, yeah. sitting on that for for you know weeks and weeks and weeks waiting to see if Dragon Con was gonna happen, but that is gonna go. Um the physical convention is canceled. They're gonna do a bunch of online stuff. Oh boy. Just keeps coming. But that's that's all the news here. Woohoo. And I have an artist working on art for the next game because I just can't stop. I have nothing better to do. Why don't I have anything better to do? <laughs> Can you two explain <laughs> that to me? <laughs> your back hurts. I that's exactly what it is. My back hurts, so I'm just gonna sit around and design games. Clearly yep. your day job is not challenging enough. That that is well. Um my my employer knows uh, that <laughs> They're more than welcome to to pile on more work with me if they want to. I'm I'm up to the challenge. But yeah. So what are you guys up to? Anything fun, Lori? Other than teaching? Uh I think I'm gonna go kayaking today. Wow. Where do you yeah. do that? Uh well, living in, in the, the in the Wisconsin pool. in the land of lots of lots of lakes. Oh, so walking, down the street walking in any direction. But at, I uh, today at, at I'm the end of the end of the street. <laughs> I'm taking Walker for his first kayak today, so we're gonna go at the end of the street. Oh, okay, yeah. Gonna teach him how to ride himself if he flips himself over. Yes. You don't have to. You don't <laughs> That's have to. The dr- most important kayaking lesson, right? Yes. How to get back upright. I've never tipped over, so I should knock on wood now. Oh man, <laughs> guess who's tipping over today? Knocked <laughs> on wood. All right. So you can carry that to the end of the street. You don't have to drive it. Uh, we store them at five Mom and Dad's five house. blocks down to to the boat we- launch. You know, we store them at mom and dad's house. So we only have to walk them to houses. The boat launch is still there, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. They just tore down that building that was in front of it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Well, that's good to know. Listeners, you will be relieved to know that the boat launch is still there. The boat launch is still there and as busy as ever. Because everybody's buying boats because they can't go anywhere this summer. Yeah. Everybody's getting out on the getting out on the waves, getting out on yeah. the lake. Everybody fishing. Is that a thing? Fishing, boating. Yep. Lots of fishing. Learning to water ski, learning to drink a lot of water while trying to water ski. Yes, but we took advantage of the uh, the lack of travel and went and saw two two national parks last week that were basically nobody was there. So it was kind awesome. Of cool. Where did you we go? Grizzly. We went to Glacier, which is in Montana. Montana. And Montana. It was kind of funny because we were twenty two <laughs> miles from the, the Canadian border, and there were signs all over the place about the, how the borders closed. Do not go into Canada. <laughs> I was, I went to Glacier. Although there's nothing the, stopping you if you wanted to. Yeah, uh, but apparently the Canadians are tattling and yeah. uh, you'll get, get a ticket. But at least when they do, they immediately apologize to you. <laughs> well, sorry, you some, but I'm going to have to call the Mounties. Yeah. Uh, offer you some maple syrup. We did not go into Canada. No, but I went up to Glacier. Uh, it was during the summer and there was snow and me and my brothers had a snowball fight. Yeah. Um, and I witnessed the clearest water that I have ever seen, including any water that I've ever gotten out of a tap anywhere. Because it's all snow melt. It was so clear. It was like, there's a stream that at first I didn't think there was water in it. I was looking at a stream bed and I was like, that's a dry stream bed. No, that's got water in it. The water is actually moving, but it's so clear. It was really weird. So you saw liquid water and solid water and Mm -hmm. signs. About right the border. Each other. <laughs> what else did you see there? It's it's pretty. It's cool. It's cool. There. Like, you know, cool, cool temperature. It's like, is it way up in the mountains? Where else did you go? What else uh, did you see? Okay. Oh, been there too. Yep. What did you see in both of those places? I saw lots and lots and lots of waterfalls because the snow was still melting. We so saw more snow. More liquid water. Yeah. More solid more water. water. <laughs> uh, lots and lots of mountains. Okay. The opposite so- of water. Yeah. Uh, solid saw, lava yeah we saw then we saw um bubbling mud pots Yellowstone. <laughs> Ooh. partially water and steam c- coming out of the earth did you go did you also, go by those uh, pools where people fall in and they their, yeah, their bodies get dissolved that quite extensively with the kids awesome the, the acid so said, that people do not fell in. go off the boardwalk it will melt you yeah. <laughs> yeah we also had that same conversation about the bear spray don't, um, don't play with the bear spray. Yes, because I, <laughs> were they going to shoot happen. each other with it? Well, you never know, right? I mean, they set they set each other on fire, so you know. It, <laughs> these are the conversations you must have when you have boys. So I go to buy the bear spray, and the guy at Fleet Farm says, "You do realize that this is it's pepper spray, but it's really concentrated, and it's in like a gel, so it sticks to the bear's fur." And he said. If you spray it on human skin, it will literally melt it off. Oh! And so I had to have that conversation with the kids. Oh, now was that Yikes. was that uh, Mills Fleet Farm? No, no. Do we have Mills? Is it not Mills to be confused with Farm and Fleet? Oh, I don't. It was. It is Farm and Fleet. <laughs> oh, you went to Farm and Fleet, not Fleet Farm. Okay. I don't Import- know which one. I don't important know. distinction. <laughs> I'm not sure. One of the two. The I never, one. I never went to either, and I didn't understand why we had two with different names. Yeah, same, I don't know either. Same reason we have, we have Waffle House and Huddle, Huddle House. Huddle House, yeah. Oh, really? You think <laughs> yeah. it was that it was uh, partners that split up and that split up and flipped the words, changed the names? <laughs> Maybe. 
but I was actually concerned about taking the um, like cutting the safety thing off of the bear spray. Yeah. Because I was worried that the boys would spray each other. Uh-huh. But if I left the safety strap on, we would have to get scissors and cut that out before we could while, spray the bear. Right, while the bear is running think at the you. The bear would wait. Right. And so, every and every story, Mike, how we what have we heard? Every story that involves a bear attacking a human being who survives. Yeah. The human being always says the same thing. Yeah. I can't believe how, how fast, fast it, it was. was on me. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, you cut that off. And and and, we did, we did. and risk getting risking, the, the kids melting the, each other, <laughs> risking turning uh, turning your kids into that melty dude from RoboCop. Yes, um, <laughs> that's that's well worth it if you're going to come come out but, alive but there, against a bear. Yes, but we waited a while. Good, but we absolutely had to. And, the, and no, you, we saw we did see a grizzly bear yeah. mom with her cub, but it was at a <laughs> nice nice safe distance. Good. <laughs> and then we saw a moose. Oh, that was one <laughs> when we were up there. We saw a lone moose grazing on the side we of the did. road. So did, that's what we saw. Probably the same moose. It probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and as we were driving by, <laughs> this is like we're, the three kids are packed into the uh, the Ford Escort hat, the Ford Escort wagon. <laughs> it was like the the the, the uh, station wagon version of the Ford Escort um, with mom and dad, and we drove past it, and we stopped. We like pulled over and stopped, and like. Mom or dad took a like leaned out the window and took a photo of it. But there were people who were actually like approaching it. And I was like, oh boy! Even even at a at the tender age of twelve, I was like, <laughs> that's, no. a, yeah. that's a terrible idea. You know what you should have done? You should have driven by slowly with the with your heads out the windows, going moose. <laughs> no, we stopped and took a picture, but again, at a at a distance, yeah. we do not approach what? well. Was he was was the moose holding a sign that said "We'll do moose stuff for food"? <laughs> I know that's from Family Not Guy, but what is the what is the context of that? I don't know that. <laughs> what, what's the context of a Family Guy joke? I'll tell you what the context was. Peter was talking about something with Lois, and he said, "And that reminds me of the time that we were." At, and then they show that thing, and then they come back, and it has and nothing it, so to it do has, with the. There's no connection at all. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> What do you think the contact was? Oh boy, <laughs> moose stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm curious what moose stuff is because the only thing I've ever seen a moose do in person was graze on the side of the road. Like maybe that's moose, maybe that's what it is. Do mooses tap dance? And I just never saw it because the only I never had some them. food. Yeah, I never oh, had some food. To okay. Give them. Well, the clip is it's it's a random guy driving a car and there's a moose by the side of the road and he's holding a sign that says we'll do moose stuff for food. Yeah. <laughs> but what's moose stuff? Does it like does it does it get up and do Michigan J Frog? Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. This sounds like more trouble than a moose on the interstate. Hey, can you help me out? I'm trying to get a couple of bucks for something to eat. What's moose stuff? Uh, whatever you want it to be. I could have sex with you, or I could just stand over there and drink from the lake. And everything in between. Get in. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and it was, we'll do moose stuff for money. That's what the sign says. Whatever. I don't know where for food came from. Well, it's, uh, uh, the what's what's the effect called? Ma- ma- everybody, ma- everybody the Mangala effect? Man- the Mandela effect? No, the Mangala effect. Remember. The what? The Mangala effect. No. 
Yeah, it's the Mengele effect after no, Joseph not. Mengele. No, it's not. It's the Mandela <laughs> effect. You're trying to you're trying to make me think that it's called the Mengele effect, and that's the Mandela and that's the Mengele effect in, in act Mandela yeah. Mandela effect. Everybody thinks, yeah, no, like everybody remembers it as being we'll do Mustafa for food, but it's actually for money. Whatever the case is, well, I think Maybe that was just it me. was Eddie Lacy's tweet. Where he, I think he said Mustafa for, for, for food <laughs> because he yeah. was talking because he was tweeting about food. How much? That was. I love this. The Green Bay Packers a, former o- bag of gun. yeah former the, overweight the, running back who could run thirty yards and that's about it. <laughs> and, and was on record as tweeting constantly about all the food he was eating during yeah. the season. Yes, including China food. <laughs> love that China, China food. food. He said in one tweet, "Geez." My favorite was they just finished, just polished off a half a bag of gummy bears <laughs> in, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, in 30 mins. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My kids and, do that every and, day. And we don't understand why he didn't turn into an all-star. Yeah. I hope, the, yeah, I just, hope they weren't those Haribo uh, diet gummy bears <laughs> that people write those reviews on Amazon about if you eat too many of those and you get horrible explosive diarrhea. Oh, wonderful! Oh, really? Yeah, something about the whatever that the might have helped them, that might have helped them lose weight. The uh, diet sugar uh, substitute ingredient in in those is it makes you have horrible, horrible poops if you eat too many oh. of them. The one that cracked me up is our grocery store has a, a like end cap display of um, organic GMO free gummy worms. Okay. And I see people buy them. They're seven fifty a bag. What um organic. It's all, but it's all chemicals. How yep. how is it? How are the chemicals that make up the candy Hence organic? My point of laughing every time yeah. I see someone spend seven dollars and fifty cents on a bag of organic non-GMO gummy yeah. worms, and you're standing As there they... with your 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 dollar ninety nine bag of real sugar, non <laughs> non probably safe. In in in, fa- <laughs> in, in fairness, Mike, gummy gummy worms. In fairness, Mike, every single thing you eat is nothing it's but made chemicals. Of chemicals. True. Yeah. But try to have that conversation with the person buying the bag of seven dollars. No, 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 this is really good. Oh, oh, and they're just shoveling it in their face like Zoidberg. Oh, 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 oh. Then you then you start following them around town on the rest of their errands to find the part where they get ex- horrible explosive go, diarrhea have to, and have, have to, to poop out the side of their car like that woman in Massachusetts. That was, you know, we we were assuming she was squatting out of the open door of her of her SUV. Yeah, she just in the parking the lot. Swung her ass out. <laughs> the rest of her body was in the car, but her ass was hanging over the lip of the door. Parking lot pooper. <laughs> they caught her. She had done it multiple times because that's yeah. the best so part of those stories. This wasn't an emergency because she had explosive diarrhea. She just this is what she liked. She liked to do. doing it. Yeah. No, this was well, and this. Like, this was. She claimed it was they, an emergency, but they had caught they, her doing it multiple times or something. They don't right. They don't catch the person because the cops are just driving along and they're like, "Hey, look, somebody pooping out of their car." No, they're, <laughs> There's been multiple reports of somebody doing this. There's and so a stakeout. There it's a sting operation. Yeah. <laughs> Every Sunday afternoon, somebody comes out and poops out their car <laughs> on this parking lot in this state park or something. Or on this uh, high school uh, athletic track. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. It was the, the principal. Yeah. It was or a the... principal of like the competing school or something. Yeah. Yeah, and that was in, that was in New Jersey. Track. Yeah. My favorite part of those stories is that they bring toilet paper along. Yep. <laughs> it's premeditated well it's the, that's the, how you know yeah. the important part is that they they're okay with just crapping all over where they're gonna go 
but they're going to be like civilized yeah. and tidy themselves <laughs> up. <laughs> There's no reason I should ruin the inside of my shorts and smell bad. But, but, this pair this pair of underwear costs 2.99. You think these grow on trees? <laughs> but but I like that they could use that in court to determine if it's premeditated or not whether or not there's the presence of toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So is this pooping up, pooping in a parking lot one or pooping in a parking lot two, like murder one and murder two? <laughs> yeah, was, this, was this a pooping of passion? I think they're all number two. You have to, uh-huh. you have to name them 2A and 2B. Womp womp. Hey, speaking oh. of poop news. Oh, jeez. Do you have poop news, right, or Lori? Oh, because I don't. I I, I do not. (laughs) Never mind. No poop news. Just regular news. Hey, so uh, astronomers have figured out where the center of the solar system is within 100 meters. Is it up there like a couple miles from Kurt's place in in the middle of Wisconsin? (laughs) Because that's the center of uh, the upper, what is it? The center of the the north and west. The 4590 or something like that. We, We stumbled upon the center of North America once stumbled upon it we did we didn't know that there was even like i mean obviously i know there would be a center but i didn't know that it was like had a you know a thing we were on some back ass roads somewhere in north dakota or south (laughs) dakota trying to find a gas station i think or something and all of a sudden we see this it was like the geological center of north america so of course we had to drive over and see it oh so like equidistant from the from the two coasts Yes. They can triangulate a bunch of different things and it's like and all the lines converged here in the middle yep. of and there was a little upper you know, thump, up, upper thump thing water. In the yeah. But we did not go North searching Dakota. for it. We stumbled upon it. You were actually searching for the largest ball of twine. We were. The <laughs> no. largest gummy bear. <laughs> the thing we were thinking about uh with Kurt is the forty five by ninety points. Right. And it's in uh Poniatowski, Wisconsin. Yeah, but it's near it's near Marathon County. Yep. Halfway from the prime meridian to the opposite side, you know, to the date line. Is that right? Not on meridian date line. Um, And then halfway (laughs) from the equator to the North Pole. Sure. Yeah, no, this is the center of the solar system. So you would think that they would know where that is, right? You would. You would assume that it was. Well, it would be easy. You would just get on your uh, solar system phone and dial the number zero 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 one, and whatever picks up, that's where the first phone was installed. It's probably there, right? Okay, yeah. I don't. I don't know where is it. Yes. Well, you would think that it would be in the center of the sun. No, I wouldn't think that it would be. I would think that it would be in the middle of absolutely nothing because space is so empty. The chances no, that no, it's no, in no, the no, middle no. of something. The center of our solar system. Our solar system. No, I wouldn't think that would be in the center of the sun. No, really, not why not? Because not all of our orbit, not all of, not all of the planet orbits are perfectly concentric. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Well, um, technically, you're right, Craig, because it's not in the center of the sun. It's just above the surface of the sun. Okay, well, I'm right. So there you go. <laughs> Like you would still get instantly incinerated. So we're not we're not going to go, go there so for a no picnic. Monument? I don't think so. <laughs> not unless it's made out of sun. Just more sun. <laughs> I can't make out the monument. 
No, but it, well, that's because it that's because it's made out of burning hydrogen. Yeah. So it should be in the center of the sun, but be, I think uh um Jupiter screws it up cuz Jupiter's so big. Like if all the planets were, you know, more closer to the same size and we didn't have this enormous Jupiter sitting there in the middle, it would actually be in the center of the sun. Jupiter just screws everything up for everybody. But they figured it out. It's what called the, the it's called the barycenter. Okay. It's the Okay, so here here the headline has has uh misled us by saying center of the solar system, but it's actually the gravitational center. So you would assume the gravitational center was in the center of the sun. Yeah. And it I would, would assume and that it, it would be except for Jupiter. I would assume that it moves and then it's always you know most close of the time it's closest to close to Jupiter just because like of all when all the planets, you know, like the gravitation you would think the gravitational center would kind of change depending on where wobble. the wobble. I think it does the... wobble around, yeah. That's yeah. why they locate it they said it's within this 100 meter wide area. Um, and they figured that down, out using. They got it down to it's 100 meters. Not much meters. of a wobble, though. No, it's not. But um, space is really empty. Yeah, they There's figured a lot of nothing. <laughs> they figured it out using uh, uh, the effect of pulsars on gravitational waves, and that's about the limit of my understanding of this article. They did the okay. science. They that's did okay. the science. Yes. They did it so you don't have to. That's the best part about them doing the science. I can just sit back and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and and doing it. read about it on the internet and vaguely understand portions of it. And and hope that it's true. Yeah. And then if <laughs> we you know, the and then if we you know, we really want to know or we really have, you know, in depth questions, we have Dr. Lori to help us out. I wouldn't be able to help you with the physics too much. No. You're not a math person. Mm. Yeah, that's just a no. A that's a no. If you if if someone asks you, "Are you a math person?" and you answer with, eh, that's, "That's you may as well just say." Yeah. I'm, de- I'm decent with you know the algebra and the trigonometry, but when you get into the calculus part of it, I'm not. <laughs> Are you any good with chemistry? Uh, <laughs> like that, like the, yeah. Any answer that doesn't sound like an actual word, <laughs> that's a no. What what I loved about calculus was how when they taught it. To me, they said, "Okay, so you spent your entire life learning all the hard ways to do this. Now here's the easy way." <laughs> Jack dances. Yeah, motherfuckers. Let's see, what do we got here? What else is news? Um, as you listen to this on the day we uh, release it, the fifteenth of July, Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, it's tax day. Don't forget to pay your taxes if you yeah. if you've been holding out. First, first, <laughs> easy first, to forget. It's been three months. First, zip out there and do that. You've only had you know. Yeah. You only had lots of extra time. <laughs> you only had like a half a year to. Yep. I'm just. I'm thinking. Way. You know, for a lot of people, it might be enough extra time to forget. That is true. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely. We've talked about that with Kickstarters. You don't run a two month Kickstarter. No. People forget about stuff. No. Unless or they just get right. disinterested. Yeah. Unless anyway, it's about uh, space. In which case, as, as then, of, drag them, drag that crowd as long as you want. <laughs> yeah. As of the fifteenth, however, um, the Segway is gone. The Segway PT, the popular, uh, you know, tourist and police officer transportation mode, is done. Hmm. Ceased production. It's a after a decade. They're they're letting her go. So all done. So what about the warranties on all those existing ones that that? police and 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 tour, tourist companies own who cares <laughs> they bought us they bought a segway 
Yeah, this the, the segue that was supposed to change the oh, way yeah. people moved about. Remember when it was coming out and people were like, this is going to change yeah, you, the world. No, we didn't know what it was. They wouldn't tell us. They just told us it was going to change the way cities are built. Yeah. That was what was supposed to happen. Have I... Mike, ask me. Actually, we'll, we'll we'll get Lori here. Lori, Lori, ask me if you <laughs> if I have ever seen a Segway in person. Have you ever seen a Segway in person? Not once in my entire life. Not in ten years of the Segway being around, I've never seen a Segway with my own eyes. If you worked, um, like, and I have lived a half a mile closer to downtown, you would have, because that's oh, that's good. That's where they are. The tourist groups take them all around. Sure. The park. I've seen them somewhere at one, not very often. But you probably somewhere. saw them in Atlanta around the park. Probably. That's the only place I've ever seen them. Yeah, they rank right up there with the hoverboard, as far as I'm concerned. We actually talked about doing that one one year for our um our uh, Christmas party. <laughs> was we were going to take a Segway tour. <laughs> that was one of the options on the table one year. <laughs> I think it would be something that would be cool for, um, you know, like if you have a, someone who's a little bit older and doesn't want to walk the whole tour, it'd be an easy yeah. way for them to do it. It'd be perfect but I suppose for they'd mom. Also probably be sca- yeah. yeah, exactly. But she'd probably be scared to get on one, yeah. which is probably why they didn't work. Yeah, you really had to learn how to, you have to have good balance in order to yeah, have that. very good balance. So it, it like, okay, well, immediately you have to be somebody that can stand without shifting their weight. For an extended period of time, you know, you just stand in one place. Standing in one place is more is more difficult than walking. Yeah. Um. So stand in one place and hold your balance at a very specific yeah. angle. Um. <laughs> and not try to take it and and resist the urge to take a selfie and get yourself rolling off a cliff. Like no! that. <laughs> yeah. You know how I knew those things weren't going anywhere, other than the fact that they said they were changed the way that cities were built. Um. <laughs> was when uh was when uh, Steve Wozniak bought like the first one and was a, <laughs> was the hu- hu- the huge champion of the Segway. If the Woz is on board, it's not going anywhere. No, no, it's not. Is that is that a rule? I th- I I'm think not, I I don't know Wozniak well enough to. I don't know. He's he's stumbled into being somewhat right about about the Tesla, but even even that. I mean, he dated Kathy Griffin. You yeah. got to question the guy's mental faculties a little. Segway, <laughs> electric cars, Kathy Griffin. Kind of peaked at Apple, 1976. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, he kind of peaked 44 years ago. You know, I might, I might just vote him off the board this year. <laughs> just kidding. I so there you that. go. The Segway's on its way out. Bye. You're just going to roll <laughs> the remaining ones right off a cliff. Oh. <laughs> Hey, speaking of Elon Musk, okay. I didn't realize this was in my news. Um, yeah, so uh, he he's you know he likes to tweet. He likes to he likes to smoke pot, and and then tweet. I think that's the order that goes in. And uh, yeah, there's some progress update August twenty eighth on N- Neuralink. Have we talked about? I don't think we've talked about this. If we did, it came up kind of as a, as an aside. Maybe I I think maybe Jim might have mentioned it. Did you hear what this guy's doing? He wants to put brain implants in our brains that screw with our minds. You know, he's nuts. Oh yeah. Well, there's take your pick of conspiracy theorists out there about 
sticking chips inside you for this reason or another but well okay, let's hear this one yeah so he's uh, we haven't actually covered it as as like a news thing but he's got this thing called Neuralink. it's a brain implant um okay and uh he, he has previously said on the joe rogan podcast that it would be ready within a year and uh and now he's tweeted out that there's a, a progress update august 28th and he said ai symbiosis while you wait yeah, he said one day the device could fix anything that is wrong with the brain. Uh, he wants a full brain interface within 25 years, meaning humans could connect to devices with just their minds. He wants uh, a hook up with Stephen King. Well, he's trying to he's trying to outrun AI by by uh, turning humans into machines. Um, I've got <laughs> a, a, a story that's going to follow up on that AI thing that's going to tell him that he doesn't need to worry. Okay. Um, let's see, he's, he's, they have a, a lovely photo of, uh, some version of this thing implanted onto the top of a, of a, the head of a, of a rat. Like a little hat? It, uh, yeah, but it's standing up, so it's like a top hat. Like, <laughs> nice. It's got it's a, all fancy. it's got a USB-C connector on it. Um, the, <laughs> the rat has his look on his face like, what the f***? Uh, he, uh, Elon Musk says the implanted device is no more dangerous than getting a heart monitor or an artificial hip. Uh, he suggested that it could speed up. He says of the completely untested and human exactly. continue. It could, uh, speed up the way we communicate and that we may not even need to talk. Wait a minute. Now I'm on board. Nope. There yep, goes the he's podcast. got me. <laughs> I don't oh, okay, have to, I don't have to act. Okay. Cause, cause right now I don't have to physically interact with any humans anymore. <laughs> Hang on, I, I've, I've rearranged things. We can just so put you in a pod? Now I don't actually have to communicate with them either. Sign just, me up. Just put, put Mike in a pod. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, like in stasis. Just cut my head off and, and, and put it in one of those, uh, one of those uh, jars. Like on uh, Futurama. Or is that The Simpsons? <laughs> Futurama. That was Futurama. Okay. That's, how they did, that's how they did Celebrity. Yep. Voices in Futurama was heads and jars. Okay, so you, you have follow-up news to this? <laughs> yeah. Um, a new paper argues that the computing demands of deep learning, um, which is what makes our AI continue to get better and better. Is that like um, um, are, extra sexy learning? Sure. Deep are so Are so learning. great that progress on tasks like translation and self-driving is likely to be slow. Um, basically, uh, da, 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 yeah, da, I buy that. That's, that's kind of, uh, been my experience and what I've observed out, out and out in the wilderness there with the Tesla's blowing up and crashing into things and Google translate, the, not never getting anything right. The story highlights a looming problem for AI and its users. Progress has been both rapid and dazzling in recent years, giving us clever game playing programs, attentive personal assistance, and cars that navigate busy roads by themselves. Yeah, sort but of. such advances have hinged on throwing ever more computing resources at the problems. In a new research paper, um, the argument is made that it is or soon will be impossible to increase computing power at the same rate as they're trying to push the technology forward. Wow, so they're, they're writing the software for this stuff, but they won't be able to run it on anything. Right. Like we we figured out how to do it, but we can't actually do it on the computers that we can the make. Processing, the processing and the efficiency of the algorithms and all that stuff needs to increase at the same rate to keep up with the thought um, invention. You know, like when you invent something and it's just in your mind, it's like, oh, well, we could do this and this and this and this, but we don't have the computing power up to uh, 
speed to be yeah. able to do the really cut, really like bleeding edge kind of stuff that they want to try to do with this deep learning yeah. and AI. We, we, we can't make the, you know, like <laughs> exactly like you can't make the computer brain good enough to do all the things fast enough because the biological brain is, is so much b better. Right. And we haven't figured out something. <laughs> we haven't figured out how to do that. Now, once, once we figure out like, like a data style positronic matrix, <laughs> which mimics a human, which is like a right, know, manufactured sure. thing that mimics a human brain in a, in a more complete way. Um, then that's a different beast, but yeah, like, and, and then there's what's, what's the name of the effect of uh, the, what's it called? The limit. Mengele effect. No, there's the, there's a limit on, um, computing power based on silicon. We talked about this on the podcast years ago. A limit. There's a limit to how much computing power we can get out of microchips because of the physical nature of silicon. Physical nature of silicon and how how yeah I, I can't remember what it's called. We'd have to go look it up. Don't worry about. It. But yeah, I mean, like we're 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 gonna hit that wall eventually too. But we'll come up with something new. But did you right, know we'll have that to the come brain... up have to come up with a completely different type of computer computer that the brain is the only than the binary computer that's aware of itself. Yeah, well, that's when you know you've screwed up when the AI becomes self-aware. Yep. Because then we will instantly be killed. Yep. Oh, we'll yeah, done. and that's that's the Turing test. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and Hawking has posited that like the moment that moment we will never know that we will never know that our demise is imminent because the first computer that figures out that you know becomes self-aware will immediately replicate itself and make itself impossible to kill. And mm -hmm. that's it. Then yeah. it's all over. And we won't even know it's happened until it's too late. Go it's, science. Yay. And there's lots of movies that, <laughs> to illustrate this point. Right. Were you talking about uh, the, the size limit of Silicon, like how, how small they can make I think that in nanometers. Does that make, does that sound right? Nanometer limit. There was a name for it. There was an actual, like, if I heard the name, I, I might not remember there's a... like a name for it. The fundamental limits of silicon. No, no it's like named after a person or okay. something. Hmm. Because it was somebody that somebody that posited the idea that there's an upper limit to our computer power based on. We're not thinking about, about Moore's law, are you? Because that's because that's the thing that says it's supposed to double every computing power is supposed to double so so often. But is there a, no, did then, somebody like make an addendum? Who cares? To that? I'm already I'm already over it. I don't care anymore. The end of Moore's <laughs> law. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. There's some. Look it up. We're not going to look it up on the podcast if we're not going to find it immediately. <laughs> Unless you want to. No, I'm done. Give me a call back. I'll, I'll get back on the call and we'll record the rest of the podcast. You find <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, well, we'll see what happens because there's a lot of stuff working against there. We, you know, it's not just one thing that needs to get better. It's a bunch of things that need to get better. So maybe, maybe the robots aren't going to kill us. That's like the first time in the whole time we've been doing this podcast that I'm like, oh, I might live to be an old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to just get murdered at my door when I think it's a, a pizza being delivered and it's some robot that's like, hey, I heard you were trash talking this on the internet for the last nine years. Yeah, you still have to worry about uh, monkeys with guns riding elephants, though. That has nothing to do with technology. Oh, uh, that's a whole Correct. different. Yeah, like when when monkeys figure it all out, <laughs> that's we're going to be as as our radio guys like to say, we're going to be running through the corn, lapping yeah. up puddle water <laughs> <laughs> to survive. God damn you to hell! Sorry, Charlton has. All right, all right. 
monkeys got guns. They can't hang a door plum, but they got guns. <laughs> <laughs> Time to run into the corn. They're coming for us. That's the reason my uh, die laughing, you know, the die laughing game has um, self aware monkeys with guns as one yeah. of the <laughs> possible monsters that you can face. <laughs> <laughs> It's a picture of a. Of, it's a the illustration is a picture of a chimpanzee holding a rifle, smoking a cigarette, <laughs> just, just looking at you. <laughs> oh, are we good with news? We got yeah. Lori. Want to talk about? Yeah, we talk science stuff with Lori, Doctor Lori. Is it time for science? Science time. It's time always for time for science. Science. So I have two interesting. Well, I guess I thought they were interesting topics. About, yeah, we'll um, be the judge of that. Yes, exactly. Um, some research <laughs> that came out this past week. Um, so one of them is a study that was published in the um, the Library of Science, or Public Library of Science. Uh, they did a study looking at people's perception of the passage of time during the lockdown. Yeah. Um, I can tell you from they... my own experience that it's f- up. Yep. My sense we, of the we... passage of time is all over the place. Uh-huh. Well, they found that if you were experiencing high levels of stress no or people were older <laughs> there you go um or people what that people older. were older okay. so older people and stressed and out people had, and then stressed out people perceive time as passing very slowly and if you were less stressed and more comfortable with the situation then time passed very quickly flew by was, for me like oh my god what see, freaking we, we like i didn't both. know what day it was yeah. And then it was like, how is it May? Yep. <laughs> what happened to the last two months of my life? Wait a minute. When we started this, it was still winter. Now it's summer. Yep. <laughs> yep. We experienced both. In the, the first two weeks, when I think it was a little more, not like massively stressful, but just more stressful than normal because we were trying to figure out who was doing what, who was going where. Well, you have all the you know, kids getting, and the juggling getting all Getting kids that online, stuff, yeah. getting kids home from dorms, and Ugh. who's sleeping where. Kid, How are we kids feed from everybody? grade school up through college, right? Yep. Yeah. So um, the first two weeks, I swear to God, was like three months long. Oh my God. How did you keep, how did you get enough toilet paper for? We didn't. We, we had a. Um, <laughs> We have um, not had this conversation. I'm just now realizing, I, I don't literally, know I holy shit, what family. the hell did you guys do for toilet paper? <laughs> what? Well, see, I don't hoard toilet paper because there's six of us. We never have enough. Like, yeah. I just buy it every week. Sure. So by the time I realized there was, like, because I kind of laughed at the beginning about, you know, oh, people are hoarding toilet paper. That's not serious, right? Right. Sure. Until you try to time, go buy it. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, my God, this is like. What what are people doing with all this toilet paper? Um, luckily, one of my children um, had the foresight to uh, snag some giant industrial rolls from his school before he nice. came home. Otherwise, we would not have survived. <laughs> <laughs> so we went through the industrial rolls before we were able to like find toilet paper. Cheap again. one ply newsprint stuff. It was, but it, hey, but they were like the rolls that are this you know yeah, a foot yeah, across. It was this big around, yeah. yeah. So that helped us survive. But those first two weeks took three months. <laughs> then once we got through the first two weeks, then it was like, oh, my God, it's the end of May. Mm-hmm. Like overnight. So I think that jives with what the study found, because I think it was, you know, because you were we stressed out in the beginning. Into, yeah. Yep. And once we got settled into a routine, then it 
there was left a lot, you know, no stress basically. Yeah. Really, it was it was one week for me because I I and and the only reason that was be, because I had a deadline at work, like a crazy deadline, like I was working nights and and over over a weekend to get that done. Like we were just ramping into that when we all got sent home. Yeah, and it was yeah, like the was following week we finished that, and it was literally a week later because we we went home on Tuesday, um, uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day. March 17th. And um and it was like the next Tuesday was the day that that was due and so like starting Wednesday all of a sudden I was like um oh this is nice. <laughs> hey look at yep. me at home. <laughs> yep. I get to get up and and uh go to the kitchen and get whatever I want whenever I want and then I and then I gain 10 pounds and then uh and then I realized I could watch a movie in the middle of the day like Craig Craig and I both realized that independently. It's the best. Work half your day, then watch a movie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, it's time for lunch. Time. Hey, lunch is usually an hour, and this movie is ninety minutes. That's not that much longer. I'll just dinner work. and a, dinner and a show. I'll make that up during my commute home. <laughs> <laughs> Non-existent. Yeah. Yes, hey, Mike, I I emailed you something uh, that has to do with the passage of time too. This is what I started thinking of when you guys started talking about how time feels different. I know we've only known each other for four weeks and three days. To me seems like nine weeks and five days first day seemed like a week second day seemed like five days and the third day seemed like a week again fourth day seemed like eight days fifth day you went to see your mother that seemed just like a day but then you came back and then later on the sixth day in the evening when we saw each other, that started seeming like two days. So in the evening it seemed like two days spilling over into the next day, and that started seeming like four days. So at the end of the sixth day, on into the seventh day, it seemed like a total of five days. <laughs> sixth day, like a week and a half. <laughs> Is that what our conversation sounded like? <laughs> Whenever I hear people talking about the, t- the how the time is affected, because I my my, I mean, I was at home for a, for a, a month or so, but I've been kind of mostly you know back and forth between work, so I'm not quite getting that effect that a lot of people are getting, because um, I'm a pretty solitary guy to begin with. Um, but yeah, so that's what it felt like. It felt like Steve Martin and the Jerk talking about how. They've only, only known each other for a month, but it feels like it's been so much longer. Yeah. The first day felt like <laughs> seven days. <laughs> you got to wonder, was that was that in the script or was that ad-libbed? It sounds ad-libbed. It does. It does. But it's it's so good that it seems like it maybe it's scripted. <laughs> um, And my, my favorite, you know, and then there's like, you know, memes all over the place about how like, you know, you know, hey everybody, it's July. Welcome to we're we're twenty five percent the way through twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> you know stuff like that. And then there was I saw the one that killed me was there's it's a person they're looking at the clock. It says, um, December thirty first, eleven fifty nine, and eleven fifty nine p.m. and fifty nine seconds. And the next frame, it's them looking at the clock, and it says. December 31st, 11.59 p.m. and 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and their eyes are really wide. <laughs> oh, that's it. 
That was that was it. That's the whole thing. It's like, oh, oh, we're not going to get to 2021. That's oh, it. okay. I, I see. I I I don't uh, I don't know why, but I thought that was 2019. So I was waiting for the third panel to be like. Now it's July 2020. No. Like you skip. Okay, never mind. So the study. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Was that it? That it was stress and 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 age. Yes, and that if you were stressed, time passed more slowly. And if you were not stressed, time passed more quickly. And that that seems to sort of jive with when you talk to people about their experiences about the passage of time. But I thought that was interesting because we had many discussions as a kind of as a family over the about how time was just so surreal. Yeah. That's also, a good I way to back, describe it. Yeah. Yeah. I went back to work for the first time live with students yesterday. And it and that was very surreal because at the same time walking into the lab space it felt like I had, it had been a year since I'd been there. And it also felt like I was just there yesterday. Mm-hmm. Which, so it was very bizarre. I have something like that happen to me if I haven't driven my car for two or three weeks. Yep. Like when I was home, I was home. I was, I didn't drive my car for like three weeks. And the first time I got in my car, I was like, this doesn't feel right. Like I don't yeah. sitting in this chair in this seat feels weird. Like, what do I do with my feet? <laughs> all, yeah. All the, all the little muscle memory things were, were rusty. I noticed that. Yeah. 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 And then, and then, but, but I noticed that a lot less than I noticed how um, other people who were, happened to be out driving around had completely forgotten how to drive. <laughs> yep. I'm like, at least I remember how to do this. It, it might be, feel a little weird, but you, sir, you suck. But I had to drive into work, I think the second week of the lockdown, because I didn't have the materials I needed to keep working. I had to go back the, the, Third week because my computer died. <laughs> yeah. So I had I just had to go to my office, get my materials, and come back home. So I went, and this was during the you know absolute like you're not supposed to go anywhere unless right. you're yeah essential um, essential only. Yeah, and uh, just the amount the, how there was zero traffic was so was so bizarre. Yeah, there was just nobody out anywhere. Yeah, for a long crazy. time Atlanta was Sunday morning everywhere all the time yeah. all day long, and now yeah. it's more like a weekday in the middle of the day all the time yeah yeah we're i think we're back to normal really as far as well we we still don't have the traffic jams i don't think we have um the the rush hour traffic jams anymore but i think that just heavier traffic of people going places is back up but i don't think any i don't think people are going to work when they don't have to like i think everybody is still working from hey look working from home works just fine why don't i just keep doing this well, Megan's transitioning our oldest to she'll be permanently at home. They're not going to bring her back. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So she's happy about that. So I think a lot of places are doing that. My work is uh we're two 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 or three days a week and okay. for the for the rest of July and then they said uh we don't we don't know. We don't have a plan yet for what happens mm-hmm. after that. So you've been going in two to three days a week? After going in one day a week for a couple of weeks. Gotcha. <laughs> After having stayed home for a good three months plus. Yeah. I like the home. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I fell right in. I mean, you know, other than that, that deadline, because like everything was just focused on that, you know, get, get, get as much done as possible by whatever that, that next day was that next week. Um, yeah. And then after that, it was like, oh yeah. Why haven't I, why, why haven't we been allowed to do this? That's what I think a lot of people are saying. <laughs> I'd prefer to stay online, but the students hate it. 
so I don't think they'll let me. Yeah. So does your whole class wear masks and you wear a mask? Um, so for I'm just trying most to of the mentally picture this. For most of the class <laughs> I'm teaching right now, it's still online. One day a week I go in for a lab. Okay. You're going in for the lab. And they're yes, all, are, are, is everybody sufficiently spread out in the lab that you don't need them? Uh, or no, or do, do, you wear them at, do you wear them anyway because of the smell? Well, that actually <laughs> helps. But we're wearing masks because it's the cadaver lab. Yeah. They can't be socially distant. The cadaver lab. And they're all standing around cadavers. So they can't. Oh, really you're all around one themselves. cadaver. That's right. You well, don't got one before. dead person per student, huh? Nope. Don't, not one dead person per student. So they, um, they can't be socially distant. So, yes, we all wore masks. But the air in that room is exchanged 18 times per minute. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. <laughs> um, Heck of a lot so better I, than pretty much anywhere. It's pretty much the safest room in the campus as far as exchanging air and getting any particle particulate matter out of the air. So That's quite I, the I, HVAC system you got there. It is a pretty massive HVAC system. That room really blows. <laughs> or sucks. One of the two. Yeah, yeah, from one end to the other. <laughs> All right, what else, uh, let's see. Do we have you have a else? you have a second uh another Oh I have a thing? second topic, yes. yes. Uh, uh, and playing off I'm glad we went to cadavers because this one plays off cadavers. I'm glad um, we went to cadavers too, yes. Lori. I want to hear more yes. about playing with cadavers. You talk about playing with Oh playing cadavers. off of cadavers. I'm sorry. Playing yes. off of cadavers. Um so I I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, but they use um, the life cycle of the blowfly to help to determine the um, time of death for a corpse because blowflies are the species of fly that will um, lay their eggs in rotting flesh. Oh, wait. And the, is this the everywhere? Flies, yes, this is everywhere. The blowflies can, um, they can detect rotting flesh from up to two miles away. And can be there within minutes of death. Yeah, that's so, uh, uh, in CSI, in the original CSI, Gus Grissom was an expert in that yep. type of forensics. Yep. So they look at the type of blowfly and then, so there's multiple species that will lay their eggs. And then they determine, you know, larval egg stage, larval stage, et cetera, to determine how long the body has been there. Um, Is that historically? Different? Sorry, what? is that different from the like the common housefly, or is it one of the common houseflies? Because it, it just be looks like a housefly. Flies. It looks like it's yeah, got it that be... green kind of shimmer. But it's, on it's it. a specific species of fly. Okay. Historically, you would need an entomologist to come in, or someone who had a specialty in in that forensics to determine which types of blowflies there were, what the you know how how far along in the stages they were to be able to give an estimate of time of death. And there's only so many people that have that specialty. And it's also not perfect, right? It's relatively subjective. So then they over the years, they've been trying to do um, different types of DNA sequencing, thinking that that might be a more accurate and um, way of getting the information that they need from the different uh, samples they get of the stages of the flies. But that's been still relatively cumbersome. Well, just recently, they're uh, now published a paper that they actually have now d developed very rapid molecular tests that they can look at and determine species of blowfly and larval stage to make this so you don't need a specialist or an entomologist to come in and they can get relatively rapid results from it. 
Chris Grissom would be out of, out of a job. Yeah. Or he'd have to learn how to do like forensics from a different thing. <laughs> yeah. Become an expert. You still need else. somebody to run the tests. A blowfly. <laughs> um, where'd it go? They're in the same order, but beyond that, yeah. they they're they're different. The housefly and the blowfly. They are different suborders. The yeah. housefly is uh, Cyclorapa, Cyclorapa, and the, and the blowfly is another one, uh, Califoridae, Califoridae, uh, Califoridae. But know. they're in the order Diptera. This thing I'm looking at says the housefly is in order Diptera section Schizophora. <laughs> Blowflies are slightly. <laughs> it's fun. just Latin. It's just crazy. Latin. Just because it skits doesn't mean. <laughs> But yeah, the, all the they're a little bigger diptera flies, <laughs> which they list uh, examples: house flies, blow flies, and cheese flies. All mm. pro- all produce maggots, like the same kind of maggot. Yep. yep. What is a cheese fly? Oh, I don't think that. I want to know. It looks a cheese fly looks like a like a kind of like a wasp, like a flying ant. Ew. They're you know stretched out with a pointy yeah uh, pointy butt. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for Flyburger, where we talk houseflies, blowflies, and cheeseflies, which is which is different from somebody mispronouncing cheese fries. For the record, cheese fries is something else. Cheese and they're very good when you put chili on them. Ew, the cheeseflies larvae infest cured cured meats, smoked or salted fish, cheeses, and carrion, whatever that is. Rotted. Carrion is meat. That's decaying meat. flesh of dead animals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the larvae are oh in uh, the Mediterranean Mediterranean island of Sardinia. So that's uh, what off the west coast of uh, Italy. The larvae mm-hmm. are intentionally introduced into pecorino cheese to produce the characteristic casu uh, marzu, which translates as rotten cheese in Sardinian. Blech. I don't rec- I don't recognize that particular cheese from the uh, Monty Python cheese shop sketch where they list all the cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> Three, rook, four, palmy. Do you have any cheddar? He asked him knowingly. Sorry, we're fresh out of cheddar. Uh, fresh out of cheddar? The single most popular cheese cheddar. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> don't get much call for it around here. Don't get much call for it. <laughs> Do you have any cheese at all? <laughs> no, sir. Then he kills him, I believe. But I learned all these cheese names, and I've never tried all of them. <laughs> Just from that stupid sketch. Anyway. Um... I don't think I've ever had a cheese that I didn't like. Although, <laughs> after, read, reading, reading this one with the, with the mag, reading about this one with the maggots in it. I you that cheese. Yeah. I, I don't true, true Wisconsinite. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you've if you've eaten any runny cheeses or smelly cheeses, you're probably and you like them, you're probably good for all cheeses. I don't prefer. I don't. I'll eat them though. I don't really. <laughs> I don't care for runny cheeses, but I'll eat them. I can't eat blue cheese. I'll throw up. Oh, I love really? blue cheese. Blue <laughs> blue cheese and um, hot wings. That's like one of the uh, <laughs> ultimate flavor combinations. No, if there's anything, if it even has blue cheese in it, the minute I put it in my mouth, I will vomit it back out. Oh, well, yeah, you shouldn't eat that yeah. then. Yeah, no. So I always have to be very careful because blue cheese is all the rage right now. And Gorgonzola. So, so, so Gus Grissom Which was, is an, Italian at, blue cheese. was an expert at detecting 
um, blowfly larva, and you are an expert at detecting blue cheese. And so we'll Apparently. be able to just, like, <laughs> but not cheese flies, just blue cheese. Right. So, so if we, if we have a cheese laden crime scene, I'm not going to come and taste it. <laughs> Here, Lori, try this cheese. <laughs> I did. So you were talking about cured meats earlier, discussing the. Yeah, uh, that's one of the things that the cheese fly. I saw an advertisement yesterday that you can have your company logo laser printed on a slab of beef jerky if you'd like to send it as a gift. Cool. <laughs> to your customers. <laughs> big slab of jerky. Yeah, why yeah, not? It's called a meat card. Nerd, nerd burger with the big nerd it's a, the burger dude on it. You say it's a meat card? It's a meat card. Oh, that's such a great idea. Yeah. I'm going to have to get this done. Get a bunch of those made. I'll, just I'll carry them you. around in your pocket, all greasy. Well, you put them in a little little Ziploc bag with uh with you one of them. them up in wa- wrap them in wax paper with one of those uh desiccant packs. Yeah. That's your logo. I've got a subscribe Jeez. and save order of a uh, beef jerky arriving tomorrow. As a matter of fact, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's beef jerky though, not bacon jerky. It wasn't throwing shade. <laughs> <laughs> like it was five years ago when people used that phrase? No, people still use that phrase. No, not really. Not the cool people. You oh. know how I know the cool people don't use it? Because you're one of them? Because, because I'm 48 years old and I just used it. Ah. Yeah. I have once not it, heard it, any of my teenage kids use that. Once term. it makes it to the older white dudes, it's not hip anymore. Oh, yeah. It's not cool. The drag community still uses it. That's that's not going away. That's where it came from. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I imagine I can probably find out online, but I don't care that much. Um, do we so, have a question? <laughs> or, or are you going to talk more about the drag community? I'm sorry, I didn't wait, mean to were we done with step flies? all over the drag community discussion. <laughs> were we done with flies? I think we're done with flies. So what was the, what was the takeaway from that as far as uh, telling how old a corpse is or how long it's that been they sitting have around? A, um, a new rapid molecular test to okay. determine type and stage of blow flies so they can make that process a lot faster. Okay, so hopefully that's those... more accurate than the COVID test. Probably more accurate than the COVID <laughs> what's, test. What's the word, what's the word what first? What is more accurate what? than the COVID test? <laughs> Especially the... when you have people that don't show up for their COVID test yet still can pass, <laughs> test positive. <laughs> well, it, it, it's only testing for coronaviruses, of which COVID is one of them. If you have the common cold, you will test positive for a COVID test. Oops. Well, we've had we've had uh, <laughs> friends of our kids that slept through their tests. You mean slept and through got them? A post that like forgot to go. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, slept and never went to the test and got a letter in the mail five days later saying they tested positive for a test they never showed they never up actually for. showed up for. Well, yeah. so if you don't show up for your test, they just assume you're positive. Apparently. Nice. Yeah. Well, that'll that'll teach them then. Ha ha! Yeah. You <laughs> you slacked off. Now you have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Or but, so decrease so it, the state. It, 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 it's interesting be a way legit, to run your statistics. Gonna be a little. <laughs> yeah, well, interesting way to run the testing in general. There's, it's just a exactly. mess. It's a mess everywhere. Um, but we do have a question. Do we? Do we? Do we? Do we? Do we? We um. Do you guys have time for From a, the Kevon? A question and um, some news in Dick Fingers from Andy. Sure. He's going to tell us that he heard about something that we were talking about and he searched it or knew the information that we were thinking about. 
Andy says uh, <laughs> regarding episode 378, um, apparently we were, t- we were talking about words without vowels. Or words without, yeah. was it without vowels? Yeah. Strengths is the longest word in the English language with only one vowel. Yeah. Um, rhythm has none. That's uh, not true. Sometimes why? <laughs> Some, sometimes it is true. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, well, rhythm has a vowel some of the time. What? Anyway, go ahead. Andy says, uh, I remember when this story first came out in 1995. Oh, good Lord. Here we go. Uh, Let's set the stage. 1995, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> <laughs> um, Crash test dummies. <laughs> X-Files like was in album. its prime. X-Files, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park was... Uh, it just come out, and everyone still couldn't couldn't get over how realistic those dinosaurs looked. Um, Except that they didn't have anuses. Oops, and they still don't. Or feathers, which they all should have had, had feathers on them. Yeah, they uh, should. Well, they're not going to. Spielberg's not going to George Lucas those movies. Go back there and you slap another layer of CG on there. Do you Give think them feathers? Do you think you think they knew at the time? Like, well, you know, the latest. Uh, Science on this says that these had feathers, and the the, the CGI guys were like, "Oh, shit, we can't do that. We're just gonna have to go with this with the green skin. That's about all yeah. we can handle." Because yeah. <laughs> that was cutting edge. What was that ninety three? Well, anyway, skipping ahead to ninety five. Uh, before an emergency joint session of Congress yesterday, President Clinton announced U.S. plans to deploy over <laughs> seventy five thousand vowels to the war torn region of Bosnia. <laughs> The deployment, the largest of its kind in American history, will provide the region with the critically needed letters A, E, I, O, and U, and is hoped to render countless Bosnian names more pronounceable. Oh, well. Yeah, and then it, and then it goes on with a bunch of quotes from uh, people named... Uh... So Bosnian <laughs> names have a lot of... Oh, Gerg Hermfers. Gerg Hermf... Gerg Humphers, 67, quote, with just a few key letters, I could be George Humphreys. This is my dream. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Nobody wants to be George Humphreys. <laughs> yeah, the, the airdrop represents the largest deployment of any letter to a foreign country since 1984. During the summer of that year, the U.S. shipped 92,000 consonants to Ethiopia, providing cities like Oa, E-O-I-I-O-A, and A-O-O with vital life-giving supplies of L's, S's, and T's. Thank you, Andy. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know what? If there weren't if there weren't countries and languages that had, you know, that were like heavy on consonants or heavy on vowels, there'd be a lot of like the same. Like there's at least there's like a lot of really interesting different words out there. <laughs> because, you know, let's go over to this country where like we uh we we love to do the C Z thing, like <laughs> Polish. Sure, like, yeah. <laughs> They got their they got their thing. Every 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 language has its thing. What was that? There was a episode of X Files with that's named something like that. It's like skiz giz giz or something like that. It's a, it's some word with no vowels in it. That's not coming up in my search anyway. Um, kind of hard to search for something. The You're like you search no X Files episode no vowels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were discussing um, X Files one particular X-File episode when we were hiking in Montana because there were a couple places we were and I'm like, it feels like we're in an X-Files episode, but I'm not sure which one. And then about a mile further on the hike, I'm like, oh, this is the one where they find those ancient insects in the tree and get wrapped up in the in the cocoons. And I'm like, that's going to happen to us on this hike. 
Mom! That's exactly what that hike felt like. <laughs> but I don't think that was the episode with no vowels. What, uh, Are we ready for a Kevin question? Sure. Question 154. Oh, here it is. It's a Syzygy. S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y. Season 3, episode 13. Ah, oh, damn it. January 26, 1996. Missed it by two episodes. I'm trying to stay in 1995. Um, <laughs> uh Okay, anyway. Question 154. What movie trope would you like to bring into your life? Oh my God. I am stuck between walking into a bar and ordering a beer and having them hand me exactly what I want, or turning on the TV just in time to catch the news story you want to see, or... Phone conversations that only give you the info you need with no need for hello, goodbye, how are the kids, this weather has been crazy, you guys surviving the COVID, does this look infected, or any of the other weird stuff you have to deal with. Thanks, Kevin. It was, <laughs> it's too bad that you mentioned the uh, not having to say hello and goodbye yeah. on a telephone call because that's what I, that's the one that sprung to mind immediately. Really? Yeah, just shorten up the phone calls. I don't like talking on the phone the way it is. Let's make that as short as possible. So you're you're just itching to get back into the studio in person to record these, are you? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I said phone, not video phone. Mm-hmm. No, the first thing that I jumped to was uh was the TV trope of uh the person who, I mean it's TV or movie trope the the person who uh, the average person who wins the lottery and then goes through some like uh trials and tribulations but ultimately comes out on top and is happy that's the trope that i want to live Lori. <laughs> I, I like the shorter phone calls <laughs> yeah mike you can have the lottery thing being happy and all that i just want shorter phone calls yeah you can share with me you know i would i'm gonna throw this up there the one that i want is for every one of my uh grocery bags to be delivered with a baguette in it so it sticks out the top yeah so it sticks oh out the top yeah it, so that so that you know it's groceries yep because that is that is the trope that way that way i get bag that way i get a baguette every time i order groceries that's pretty nice um and then the one i'm gonna say there we're gonna so i'm gonna flip this on kevin too which trope do i absolutely absolutely not ever want to happen in my life is the um open the door nothing you know like the uh like uh, what's a good example like oh the uh like i'm at the sink and i'm washing my face and my hands and i lean down into the sink to to rinse off and then when i come back up there's something in the mirror like you know like 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 there's that shift like the camera follows me down there was nothing in the mirror to start with camera follows me down to the sink and then i'm back up and there's like you know an evil clown or the candy man or something in the mirror i don't ever want that to happen i don't ever want to be surprised in my mirror (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one i think that's a good goal yeah yeah, if I could go my entire life with that never happening. Now, it helps that I live alone. Mike and Lori, both of you live with other people. That could happen. It's not going to be Pennywise the Clown or the Candyman necessarily. But it will also but, be less surprising if it does happen. Yeah, I'm but, sure it has happened to me. But it could, you know, like you don't know. Like one morning, um, your <laughs> Allison is has like hasn't washed her hair yet so it's all sticking up or something right she got a big old bed head 
and she's got like some sort of facial cream mask. I don't know something in the future. At some the point. hair like, thing happens every day. She doesn't so, wear the, the facial mask though. That, things change, um, and you're not used <laughs> to see, and you're not used to seeing that. And then you yeah. go down into the sink and you come back up, and she's standing behind you with like like this green face, face that huge. you're not used to yeah. seeing. <laughs> you're like, oh no, but that has happened to her with you. But not in the not in necessarily in the mirror, but like uh, scared the crap out of her. Well, she's she's a little bit harder hearing, and so um, it's easy to sneak up on her. Oh, I don't do it on purpose. In fact, I like very slowly. Like I'll do this. Right. Where? You know, hello, I'm here. I'm the coming. Like, the, I'm coming into the room. The equivalent <laughs> is the equivalent is you're standing at the pantry door. You got like a pantry cupboard door. You open, sure. Yeah. And your peripheral vision shows nobody out there. And you open the door <laughs> and you do the thing in the pantry and then you shut the door and then there's somebody right there standing right there. Well, that's how our pantry door is set up. So it actually yeah. op- opens outward uh, in, in, into the room the wrong way to where you you would block somebody who could just come walk, walk up and be standing there. That's, yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah, I don't want that type of thing to ever happen. Mike, at least you you try to, um, you know, not scare her <laughs> at, at my house. They think it's funny to sneak up on you while you're vacuuming. Uh-huh, yeah. And it is funny. What do they do? Just stand behind you? Wait for yeah, you to turn around? Or, you know, go, or just get in my vision or, you know, do something. Tap you on the, they don't tap you on the shoulder? Oh, no. No. Then I've, I've yeah, jumped a few times from that one. But, the, but I've returned the favor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the advantage of, of living with people who scare you is you get to scare them back later. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever possible. Or whenever possible. All right. Well, there you go, Kevin. There were uh, tropes we want and some we don't. <laughs> Does that about do it? That's a show. Yeah. Yay! We made a show. <laughs> Lori, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Lori. Always nice to talk to you. You as well. And remember, um, and, and remind myself how Mike became the way he is, at least in part. <laughs> You're blaming me? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you were the older, older sibling. So. Yeah. yeah. Although, I he made it. Shaped, I made he it, shaped you as well. Yeah, I made it so that you can't finish the bottom of any drink. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. And I taught you how to put together dance routines, too. I am a rock. Oh, really? Which you still don't remember. No, I don't. I remember like playing that 45 over and over and over again. And I like I can see in my musical tastes as an adult that that song determined what I was going to like later in life. (laughs) 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 But uh, yeah, no, Simon Garfunkel. I'm a rock. Yeah, it's awesome. Best song ever. But we had a dance routine to it. I vaguely remember. Was this in the playroom? No, it was in the living room because we'd stand on that green chair. Stand oh, on the green, the green chair. chair. I don't in remember. The, or whatever chair that we moved for where the um the oh, Christmas but, tree went. Oh, right, because the, the, the hi-fi was behind it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was there was some day like because you know, we 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 are not as a uh, family um good at choreography. <laughs> I really want to see Mike strong. I want to see Mike dance now. I really do. It we need, not our need a dance suit. video. But I remember we would stand on that chair and then jump down and form a rock. <laughs> just curl up in a that ball was, like you that, were a rat. that was that was the that signature was, move 
That was the signature move during every time they said, I am a rock. Hey, do the rock. What do we do in between that? <laughs> I have no idea. Just like go for around. Probably some flailing around. Flailed around like little white kids. Caddyshack yeah, go for exactly. dancer. Yeah. <laughs> I just vividly remember, and that image comes to my mind anytime I hear that song. Wow. I wish I wish you'd uh, taken a picture of that. <laughs> Too bad I didn't have my phone back then. Yeah, I know. I think about that all the time. Like, like, like God, yeah, if well, only was... I'd had my, only I, we'd had pocket computers with uh, cameras and video cameras in them. Right. Back you know, in when the day. We, back in the day. When we were, when we were seven. Yeah. I'm kind oh, of, but to some extent, I'm kind of glad we didn't. I like the parts of it to live in my mind. That's true. The way they do. No, I think one of the best things about the uh, the difference is that there there's a difference between what you know <laughs> what we kept as records of photos and, and and video from back then, from like our grandparents' times, our parents' times, our times, and yeah. you know g- generations moving forward. Where you see like, like one of my favorite memes that I've seen online is like somebody's like you know like I'm looking at my grandma, and like there's this I've got this this photo of my grandma and grandpa before the war, you know, and he's in his uniform and she's in her dress and it's like, they look, they look really handsome. Right. Yep. And then it's like, that's our record of them. And this is the record that my grandchildren are going to see of me. And it's like, you know, some stupid <laughs> selfie thing with some weird outfit on making duck lips and <laughs> like, Oh, <laughs> uh, all the, all the, all the like, Oh, my grandparents are, just so cool right it's like out the window like, our generation is not going to be cool grandparents no, no. <laughs> not in pictures no, we, it was easy, easy to be cool when there was only the one photo of you yeah yeah we we have a picture from our trip out to glacier um on one of the hikes we hiked into this big lake surrounded by mountains with being the lake was being fed by waterfalls all around and my we have the three boys stand in front of the lake to take a picture and they all moon the camera. <laughs> oh, you have to send that to me. I assume <laughs> I you didn't put see, that on Facebook. No, because two of them are underage. Oh, okay. You'll have so to then sh- it becomes <laughs> child pornography. You'll have to show that to me in person yes. next year or whenever I see you again. Yes. In we, aren't you coming this year? I don't know. Yes, please transmit that to your uh, sibling over the internet to do that yeah, so send that an email pictures of, of make an electronic writers. reference to yeah, yeah that's a terrible idea <laughs> but i will show it to you someday okay well you could put just put the phone up to the camera right now i don't know if i have it or Louis. Oh, never mind yeah here we go a screenshot frank <laughs> <laughs> uh, would get me arrested yeah there you go all right well we took it full circle we went back to glacier with the with the, the grizzlies and the uh, liquid water and the solid water and Naked butts. And naked butts. <laughs> All right. Mike. Craig. Where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And you can go to nerdburgergames.com to learn about the game stuff I'm doing, as well as uh, learn about the little weekend long online convention thing that I'm doing. Um, and you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy the game stuff, including Capers Offworld, which is done and out and ready for people. And I don't have to do any more Capers stuff for a while or ever. Yay! <laughs> On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig introduce the Nerdburger Nerdlink that will pump the podcast directly into your brain from Elon Musk, MSRP 9999. 
for an extra $9.99, we'll send you the version that doesn't have any hellos or goodbyes in it. That's the best version of this. The ones where we don't do hello, I'm this person, I'm this person, and we do this stupid outro. We should just do an episode where we just start talking. <laughs> no theme song. It's 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 a nerd burger in your brain, nothing but the meat. <laughs> Jeez. Right? It's laser <laughs> imprinted on the meat. There you go. <laughs> It's a big slab of nerd burger right for your brain. Ugh. Stick it between your lobes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does that do it? Yep. Okay. Thanks again. All right. You're welcome. You looking for that photo? <laughs> I do. I was. I don't have it. Has. All we right. Took it. We'll have to show it to you another time. Okay. Show it to me in a setting where no one can be arrested. Exactly. Awesome. All right. Thanks. Bye, everybody. So is this quarterly? Is that how often I come on? Roughly. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you next quarter. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you. See you. Uh, Let's see. Well, like, well, given your, how time passes for you, how is it going to (laughs) be? I don't know. Um, So is, is Sawyer still coming on? I don't know. Well, he was on once, but. Yeah, he was on Have we invited him? In he the said scheduling? he wanted to be on once. We didn't really plan for him to be additional, but if he wants to, we can probably oh, do another one. I don't one. know. You'll have to talk to him. I didn't ask. He's, if he's got know. something he wants to jabber what, he, about. <laughs> do you want me to give you a good uh, Gen Z pers- oh, yeah. perspective? He, he, he gave, he gave us good podcasts. Yes. Okay, good. Um, do you, Craig, do you want me to text him? Because I need to send you my August availability. Well, I, I, can... would be, I would be happy to have him on again if he can be ready for yeah. us when the podcast <laughs> is going to happen. So was the, that was my question was to make sure that he was up and ready to go. Because yeah. I think I forgot that he was on and no one got him up. And was he late, I believe? Yeah, an hour late. And yeah. like I, I texted you and I texted yeah, Quinn I think, and nobody re- responded to me. So I, we assumed the I whole we house was sleeping. asleep. Yeah. So that's why I was asking, because if you let me know. Okay. Remind me. Got when it. you remind him that it. You know, then you have two brains working on it because he is, you know, a 19 year old male and goes out on Friday night. So, okay. Well, that, uh, that, that puts, um, that puts him ahead of James then because at least with James, we only have to remind him. We don't have to go up the chain of command to Anne. Okay. <laughs> well, you don't have to remind Lou to get me. You just have to remind me. Yeah, but it's still another person. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks again. All right, bye. 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 It's in store for all of us. Some form of that. Get ready. Sooner than we think, right? Don't yeah, Yeah. don't uh don't be too smart ass making fun of somebody having to use a cane or having to uh, (laughs) having a mental faculty kind of slip away from them because it's all coming. Hopefully Kavarkianism will be legal by then. You could you could buy a gun easily enough. You could take care of the business. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, if you're like, not worried, if you're not worried about it being a mortal sin that's going to damn you to hell, then what? You know. Well, that's messy. No, I want. I want to do like with like we we did with the last dog, where we paid somebody to come and you don't want juice to, him um, on the kitchen floor. You well, you can get that on the dark web. He doesn't want to leave a mess for anyone to have to clean up. Oh, I think that'd be the best thing to do is you go over to your enemy's house. <laughs> 
somebody that you just can't stand. <laughs> hey, Dan from high school. Remember me? Yeah, I just I thought I'd finally get in touch with some of my old high school uh, classmates. Well, we weren't really friends, Craig. That's true. Kablam! <laughs> All over his wall. <laughs> <laughs>